0: modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech.
1: Hey guys, it's Zach and Donald here. Uh, we have a bit of bad news. It, it was just brought to our attention that Sam Lloyd, who plays Ted the lawyer on our show, passed away. And for me, this is this is really this is this is heartbreaking. Sam was a very very uh, amazing person, and he used to he had a we talk about it on the podcast, but he was a part of a band called The Blanks. And I remember realizing that Sam wasn't just a really funny actor, but he was also a really talented singer. And I played basketball with him, and he was a very good basketball player. And, you know, he was also a good friend. And he was the nicest man I, I think
0: I've ever met. He was so sweet and kind. And just love to laugh. I mean, when you know, he would come on and play that super nerdy lawyer character, but he would we would all just crack up so hard with, with Sam. And interestingly enough, he was a really good basketball player, right, Donald? I mean I know you he guys. He was an are...
1: amazing basketball player. I remember I was uh, I used to play in this league called the NBA Entertainment League, and the only qualification that you needed to have to be in the NBA Entertainment League was be in the entertainment industry. And I would try to recruit Sam every uh sunday to play for my team and he would say no because the patriots are playing and I can't miss the patriots play and i just thought he would be such like he would be such a he would be such a secret weapon because nobody would assume that sam lloyd could play basketball that well and he was a assassin on the court he was a killer on the court yeah
0: and, and i and i and like his character i know that he found love, true love later in, in life, and just had a baby. And and he, you know, this was caused by a, a tumor in his brain. And uh, he had been fighting it a long time. And I actually saw him uh, within the last six months or so. And he looked great. He looked amazing. And I, I didn't want to talk about, you know, I stayed, I danced around it because I didn't want to bring up the subject if he didn't want to talk about it. And he just looked fully recovered. And uh, today he finally lost his battle with cancer.
1: That's yeah, it's heartbreaking. So it um, really we we we
0: we love him, and and uh, and we know the fans do. And uh, so this is very sad. So if you guys want to uh, contribute to help his uh, wife and baby, I myself have already given to it, and Joelle is going to uh, let us know if anyone wants the link at GoFundMe is a little confusing. So just search uh, Sam Lloyd GoFundMe, and and you'll find it. And and Joelle will also put it in the description of the uh, episode this week. So. We love you, Sam.
1: We love you, Sam.
0: And, uh, and, and, and I'm sure anyone listening here can attest to how hard that fella made us laugh. And, uh, and I know for sure that he made a difference in a lot of people's lives because uh, we all need to laugh, and Sam made us laugh. So now we're going to switch tones, and, uh, and in the spirit and honor of, of Sammy, we're going to uh, go into our episode. So here we go. We just did a, a sort of a drinks thing where like, you know, nine people get together, you make a special cocktail and just kind of all shoot the shit o-
1: over Zoom. It was fun. Wow. Maybe we could do that to Giddy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that at all. You know what? Speaking of drinking, I've it's come to my attention, thanks to social media, that every time I say, you know what I mean, some people online are playing a drinking game and oh, are taking really? shots. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I listen. We listen to all the podcasts, right? Do you because say you
0: know what I mean a lot? I mean, I just that's I, I don't just know the way. How you,
1: anyone? I don't know how anyone can make it through the podcast <laughs> without being on the floor drunk, dude. <laughs> how does that happen? I think it's
0: because I'm just used to. That's just the way you speak. You always say that, or you know what I'm saying, or like, you know what you, I'm saying, right?
1: Right, right. First of all, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. No, I don't said it that. don't mess up. Much. Don't mess up their drinking game. I'm still gonna say that shit. But yeah. <laughs> whoever can make it through the podcast, whoever has made it through the podcast after saying, after me saying, you know what I mean. I'm sorry, but you right. have a problem. Right. <laughs> and once quarantine is over, let's address it. Well, I'm just
0: honored that people are doing drinking games related to the podcast. That's exciting.
1: There's no way anyone can make it through this podcast with me saying, you know what I mean, without being so drunk that they can't move anymore. There's no well, way let's do an especially informal if they're drunk shots.
0: Let's do an informal count, uh, you guys, how many times he says you know what I mean in this episode, and then we'll know how drunk people are gonna get. Right on. I like right. that idea. There's I a love lot of that idea.
1: Lot if, of you, this... if you guys aren't playing this game, now's the time to get on board. Right. Drink so every with time me. today's gone by to the light, light. that used, to, used be. to be, let the let wine, wine of, of friendship, friendship never, never run dry, like the wine of friendship never, you miss it? here's to you, to and here's to me.
0: God, we gotta really schedule that full Les Mis episode. I I can't wait for the Les Mis app. I know, and, and I want to play Eponine and Cosette. You can be Javert. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be (laughs) Gavroche.
1: You want all the major roles. Good evening, dear Inspector. Lovely evening, my dear. Nobody wants to be Javert. Why does anybody ever want to be Javert? I know this man,
0: my friend's His name's Inspector Javert. So don't believe a word he says, because none of it's true. This only goes to show what little people can do. Do you hear the people sing? That's gonna be hard. We're gonna to have to do every part. Dan's gonna have a lot of mixing to do when we do the big <laughs> Act One closer. <laughs> but let's sing the best song in the world. Welcome to Fake Doctors, Real Friends, Count us in, Donald. Five, six, six seven, eight. Some stories about a show we made, about a bunch
2: of docs and nurses in a can-
0: as he sips his wine. What are we drinking today? You know, a lot of discussion. you got it on, right, on it's wine. Wine, okay. A lot of discussion on what will Donald drink today? Because it's, it's, you shake it up. You had you had uh, orange juice tiki. Yeah. And you had, uh, I just love that in my mind, you're
1: just going through an empty liquor cabinet and seeing what's left. You know, I made a supermarket run. I oh, gloved up. good. Yeah, I gloved up, I masked up, and, you know, got a bunch of food and some libation yeah. for said occasion that we are doing right now. Good. Uh I also, yeah, you know, Joe Rogan, one of his sponsors is Alpha Brain. What's and Alpha been, Brain? It's like this pill that you take that, you know, helps you focus. And so stuff Joe like
0: Rogan's that. marketing worked on you
1: and you bought it? And I bought it. So do you feel smarter? I don't know if I feel smarter. But I'm definitely more conscious of how many times I'm going to say, you know what I mean? How about that?
0: (laughs) All right. Well, the real test is if you say, you know what I mean, or you know what I'm saying, less, then Joe Rogan's magical pill is working on you.
1: It could be a placebo effect or it could actually be real. If it is real, alpha brain we would love to market your product as well.
0: Oh my God. It's funny. Yeah. I've been, I've been listening to podcasts more and more since we've been doing this one. And it's funny hearing all the different things people sell. And uh, yeah, there's a handful of products. I'm like, I wanted to try too, because people are like good, especially since a lot of people, like I imagine we are, as we start to do advertising, we've told iHeart and everyone, we only going to want to sell things that we really like or believe in. And so when like, you know, Pete Holmes is telling you like, honestly about this product. He tried and really liked it. I'm like, yeah, I want to try that. (laughs) Like, it's like a genuine testimonial and I've been walking around the house and I'm like, there's things in my house that are so good. And I said to, to my gal, I said, you know, I could do an ad for this sponge. this sponge is so good.
1: <laughs> you always oh. go back to dishes look at you
0: I do that so is... many dishes I don't know what it is about quarantine, but I do so many dishes I mean does everyone else out there feel like you're doing dishes for like a quarter of the day There's so many dishes
1: <laughs> the The worst part is is you clean your kitchen only to cook in it right uh, right away again you know what I, I know. mean
0: my dad told me this story about he was he was in the, the military and he had he was had dish duty uh, you know, and he cleaned a pot that was like, you know, that you would f- literally feed an army with. It was like, you know, a four-foot pot or something. And he said he spent hours, and he'd finally get all the grime off, and he'd finally, he finally was so proud of himself. It was like a giant task, and he'd hang it up on the hook, and just as he hung it up, some guy would take it off and put it back on the stove. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I feel at my house.
1: Right on. Right on. Um, well,
0: you know what? But anyway, delicious. yeah.
1: But you're being fed.
0: I'm being fed very well, and I do feel like uh, th- 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 this isn't an ad, but I'm telling you this Scrub Daddy sponge, I could mm. do an ad for it. I, I really stand by And When I look at my whole, my whole uh, palette of tools for cleaning all these pots and pans, uh, my go-to is the Scrub Daddy. And Which coincidentally, it's got Scrub right. in the title. I should, I should these should fuckers say. should be advertising with us.
1: <laughs>
0: Joel, call Scrub Daddy. <laughs> Let's get into this, right? Janae Bocken wrote us. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Yes, the
1: Thanksgiving episode written by Janae. Janae, who you went went to
0: college with? Janae went to Northwestern, so like me. So we know that she's very smart. Did you guys go at the uh, same time? We did. I don't think we really knew. I think we were acquaintances there. Um, I also, you know, both Carrie Brothers and Josh Raden went there, Mm -hmm. and I knew them as acquaintances. Well, there are and, a lot of people that went to Northwestern, dude. That's like I know. That. There's a whole Northwestern Hollywood mafia because they have a very good film and TV program. But it's funny. Two of my best friends went there, and I was just barely acquaintances with them there. And now we're as close as close can be with you. you you're, you're, yeah.
1: you're the close friend that didn't go to Northwestern. I love those guys, too. Did you go oh to the Performing arts, arts High School, by the way? I didn't. I went to Professional Children's School. Shout out to the Professional Children's School. I, uh, you know, is that the I Fame High School? No, I didn't get into the Fame High School. I auditioned oh. for it, and I. tried I
0: could picture you dancing on a cab like they do, like Leroy did in,
1: in in Fame. I would have loved to have been Leroy and danced on top of a cab in any type of Fame production. <laughs> Growing up in uh New York City and knowing that the school was right up the block from where I lived. So you had to audition and you didn't get in? I did not get in. You know, auditioning is tough because it's like one moment and you got to nail it. And this was, you know, we're all very young and a lot of people prepared a lot more than I did. And I thought I was just going to get by. I had already worked and everything like that. And I thought I was going to get by just on the fact that I I was a working actor Mm -hmm. already. And I remember really wanting to go to that school. And I didn't get into LaGuardia. And all my friends got into LaGuardia, which is the Fame high school in New York. And my mom was like, there's another school uh, called the Professional Children's School, but it's a private school. And if you go there, you're going to have to work and get jobs in New York to pay for school. Mm. And I was like, oh, that sounds way more enticing than going in. You know, I'd be a professional already. And so throughout high school. I did commercials and stuff like that. Oh, so, so you paid for your own- uh, So I could pay for my education, yeah. That's interesting. I never I never heard of someone who paid for their own high school work. Well, I was, I had already been working as an actor. So when I went to that school, there were a bunch of kids like me who did that. So like, you look at the the people that went to that school. It's like Scarlett Johansson, Malcolm Jamal Warner. I mean, pretty much everybody that was on the Cosby Show went to that school. Mm-hmm. Macaulay Culkin, Sarah were Michelle you friends Gallagher, with Jerry some of these?
0: Were you friends with some of these folks?
1: All of these people. You know oh. what I, mean? uh, I remember. I remember when I... I, I didn't know Scarlett, because Scarlett's a lot younger than me. But I... Uh, uh, you know, the year I got there, Malcolm Jamal Warner and Tempest Bloodsoe had just graduated. Mm-hmm. And they were on the Cosby Show. And I remember Anthony Michael Hall went there. And I thought that was wow. the coolest thing ever. Because him and the other kid from Weird Science went there. And that was one of my favorite movies of all time. Me too, back in the day. All right, let's get back to this. So Janae, okay. yeah, Janae. who you went to college with. Yes,
0: but I she, want to talk about one more thing before okay. that. When you saw Fame and you saw Leroy, Fame the movie, were you yeah. like, oh, my God, I want to be Leroy?
1: No, I was never like, oh, my God, I want to be Leroy. Because Leroy but was
0: a dancer, because you weren't really a dancer, although you
1: are a dancer. No, that's not why. Leroy was a very tough kid, dude, and you know, had a switchblade, had a bunch of knives under his jacket and stuff like that, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And Well, you grew up in Hell's Kitchen, I I, I mean, did you... Yeah, did you... absolutely, I grew up in Hell's Kitchen, and, and Hell's Kitchen is a very tough neighborhood, and, you know, there are a lot of other very, very, very tough neighborhoods in New York City, and so I just remember looking back at fame and being like, if I could be anybody, I want to be Bruno because he played the music and got to hang out with Irene Cara... Mm -hmm. for the whole movie. They were like tight and best friends because he had the music and she could sing. And that's how the song Fame comes about where Bruno's dad is in the middle of the street. For the children, if you're not
0: following, you need to watch a very special film called Fame. Playing on his speaker.
1: How did he get those speakers to get that loud? That's what I want to know. In the middle of wherever, you know, the school was at the time, his dad pulls up and blares Fame. I'm going to, and out of nowhere, people Forever. are dancing, come out of the school and are dancing on top of the cab yeah. and on top of other cars. And, and how and did he I, get this? Well,
0: I was so young when I saw that movie, and I was like, this is a real school? Like, you can dance in the
1: streets? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I don't know much about the school because, as I said, I didn't get in. I know. And I I know. I, those were one of the reasons why I wanted to get in. I just wanted to break out in the middle of song right, the song in the cafeteria, know. just like out of nowhere. I'm hungry for steak. And you
0: wanted Debbie Allen to be giving you the monologue. I got to meet Debbie Allen. You did? Did she do the I, monologue for
1: you? Did you I, she didn't, but she called me Leroy accidentally in the middle of the no! take of a movie. That yes, fucked up. Oh, my God. You can check it out. Okay, so I did this movie called Next Day Air, and it's with me, Most Def, uh, Mike Epps, Wood Harris. A bunch of people are in it. Lauren London, like a bunch of people are in it, right? And it takes place in Philadelphia, and I'm a... I deliver packages. So the, the name of the movie is Next Day Air. And the name of the company in the movie that I worked for was NTA, right? And the manager of the company was Debbie Allen, who played my mom who gave me the job at the company, right? My character's mom. Following And, you. We're, and we're doing the scene and she's, you know, yelling at me uh, like she did to Leroy all the time. Uh-huh. and in the middle of yelling at me, she goes, Leroy, boy! <laughs> and I was like, what?
0: Wow. I mean, did you think it was an honor? I would have thought it was an
1: honor. I was so excited and so happy that I broke out yeah. into song. Did, what, you start? Where did you start singing fame? I'm gonna live forever. I knew right then and there. That's incredible. <laughs> I mean, what an honor. Yeah, it was amazing. Anyway. I think it's in the... I think it's in... If they do the gag reel in the credits like most movie, like a lot of movies do mm. then it's there or it might be on the dvd there or go, whatever it is but seek yes
0: out seek out the gag reel of next day air and you'll yes. get to see debbie allen call donald leroy
1: yes best day of my life
0: <laughs> can we get in the episode for god's sakes
1: Absolutely.
0: Elodie Keen directed it. Elodie only directed one episode of uh, of Scrubs, <laughs> but um, but did lots of other shows. Just looking at her credits on IMDb, she's done many, many a show and had Emmy nominations for LA Law, and she uh, did a lot of Glee. But with us, she was only uh, one around episode. once. You know, the first thing that happens in this episode that is beautiful is Deontay Gordon at 16 seconds in.
1: Immediately, as you hand him, he hands you a drink, as a matter of fact, he does as you walk into a bar that was also very interesting for me because around that time i was definitely your best wingman when it came to
0: yes going this was real out life. About. talk about yeah. real life because i was nerdy and had no game and uh this scene well is...
1: i don't know if you had no game but well
0: i was sh- i was shyer than you and you were very i just had been
1: i just had been in hollywood a little bit longer as as a working actor than you had at that moment in time. But you
0: were very confident, and this scene is definitely in in the spirit of our real lives. But wait, before we get to you chatting up the uh, for wingmanning for me, so you guys, at 16 seconds, the guy who hands me a beer is Deontay Gordon, and he not only was he Donald's stand-in for the entire run of the show— But he was a very good friend of ours, is a good friend of ours. And Donald plays golf with him still all the time.
1: Actually, Deontay and I met on Clueless, the television show. Uh And he wasn't my stand-in, but he did background on that one. And then he went over and was doing stand-in work over on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And when I went and did Sabrina the Teenage Witch, he was my stand-in for that. And I had known him from doing Clueless. And I was like, dude, if I get anything else, you're coming with me. Oh, and so, he stood. He stood in for me for quite a few. So, for those uh, of you who don't
0: know, the um, the stand-ins are are uh, what happens. Is we 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 block out. We do all, we figure out where we're going to go and and all, where we're all going to stand in rehearsal and where the cameras are going to move. They put in, uh, marks on the ground, and then while we go off and go to hair and makeup or or, or do other learn our lines and do other stuff. The, the stand-ins stand in our places and do all the blocking so that the cameramen can light them and can uh, can practice the camera moves and all that stuff. And they're supposed to be roughly your skin tone and roughly your same height. Well... But because Deontay was Donald's friend, he was standing in for him. But Deontay literally was so much shorter than Donald that they built special shoes for him. I don't know how high those platforms were. Do you remember he would wear them?
1: Yeah. Well, him and J.K. wore them too for when... Because J.K. would stand in for Cox. And right. he would stand in for the janitor. Right. So he had special shoes for when he had to stand in for the janitor. Right. Exactly. And but- and yeah, and, and they made it so that Deontay was my height because yeah. uh, he's a little bit shorter than I am. Yeah. And I remember one night we were filming an episode, the Christmas episode, where he has to run, and they made him run in those damn shoes. And I was like, dude, please don't tr- please <laughs> don't gonna, twist your ankle. He's going to fall his die. ass. Don't die. Don't die,
0: dude. I just remember it was funny watching those guys uh, in their giant platform boots. <laughs>
1: Looking like Frankenstein, the Frankenstein right. shoes. So yeah, so Deontay Gordon, man. Holy cow. He's a it's great guy,
0: and you know the stand-ins. Dude. The stand-ins for all all of our uh, stand-ins for for the main cast were were there all the time, and we we were, became really good friends with them. And we would go out to bars with them, and we would hang
1: out with them. And you know, I still when, hang out with Deontay. He and I play golf quite a bit. He Scott Rabidoo
0: was my stand-in, and we um and we could never find him, so we made up a song. Do you remember the song? Rab uh, Rabidoo oh, Where where's Rabidu? is Rabidoo? He's Rabidoo
1: Rabidoo
0: Where is Rabidoo? Uh,
1: you know. Deontay was always punctual, so we yes. <laughs> but uh Scott Harris, who was one of our first ADs, and Frank uh Cameron, who's better known as Dr. Mickhead.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We all play golf together. Well, not right now because we're quarantined. I hope I didn't say Frank's last name wrong because I called him Frank Mickhead all the time. But uh right. you anyway. call him
0: Frank Mickhead to his face?
1: Absolutely. He's Does he known like
0: him. that? Does he like that? Mickhead is a big deal, dude. Mickhead. Mickhead. Does Mickhead does Mickhead get recognized out in
1: the world? Do people go Mickhead when he go? I'm I'm sure when he goes to his home, uh, he's from Canada originally. I mm-hmm. bet you they know who he is in Canada, and I bet you there are a lot of Scrubs fans. If they saw him, they'd be like, "Holy shit, that's Mickhead!"
0: I was watching a movie, and and Beard Fosse was prominently featured as a background person. I it was some Skyfall. Huge... He's in Skyfall on an airplane.
1: No, no. he's on a train. He's I, on think a train. It was a, I
0: think it was a David Fincher movie, um, one of the big David Fincher movies, and there's an airplane, and the camera is going into the star, whoever it is, and it goes right by Beardfusset, and I
1: was like, yeah. screamed, I was like, Beardfusset! Yeah, I think it might, I truly believe it might have been Skyfall, okay. but uh, well, yeah, so I play Fusset golf with there. those guys, and we get it in, Mick Head is a really good golfer, He's, and so Scott Harris, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. And so and so are you Deonte. I know you're listening right now. You're a good golfer too.
0: Yes, you too Deonte. You know, I told everyone in the audience about lens spiking and how and I and I happened to find it at 19 seconds in there's a guy in a yellow shirt. You're going to see it, bam right into the lens. Bam. The show barely started. Someone spiked in the lens.
1: <laughs> also, lo- yeah, go ahead. Do you remember what up do? <laughs> yeah, what is that? I don't know where we start, but we started doing that and it It was one of those things that we would do to annoy uh, the crew, or maybe even the directors, where we'd always be like, "What up, Doug?" And (laughs) you do it in the episode. Oh, do I do it right
0: here when I walk in?
1: And you say, "What up, what up?" I I
0: laugh out loud when I go, mm, Jennifer," (laughs) when I see the the pretty girl. You're Homer Simpson. Mm, yeah. It's like, it's like it's yeah, it's exactly like that. In my VO, you're here. Mm, Jennifer.
1: Um, also Fat Albert cast. Fat Albert cast. Holy cow. Now I didn't really know I know what Fat Albert
0: is, but I never watched it. Did you watch it? I grew up
1: on Fat Albert. Fat right. Albert and the Brown Hornet. That was the So Fat Albert was the show, and inside of the show, Fat Albert, they would jet to the clubhouse in the junkyard to watch the brown hornet which was another show but this one's about a superhero uh and so fat albert and the gang after they did like it was like bill cosby was like not only is fat albert gonna be a prominent story on the fat albert show but we're gonna introduce another story called uh the brown hornet and the brown hornet uh, was a superhero obviously I used to love Fat Albert and the Cosby kids. What would the, what would the, what would, now Cosby
0: would do how many of the voices?
1: He did all of them, I think. All, all of uh, them? I, no, I don't know about all of them, but he did most of them. I don't know if he did, I do don't well. know if he did Rudy, but he definitely did Fat Albert. He I definitely mouth. did
0: do, do your mush mouth impersonation.
1: Bill Cosby definitely did uh mush mouth. My be folks be, I be <laughs> going to be, the bargaining be base be bent, to bent, the Bible be me be. The biggest base,
0: and what would happen in an episode of Fat Albert? Like, what, what was the premise? They would just get like into hijinks, they went through, like they kids? went through.
1: Well, yeah, but it was also let lessons, right? Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, regardless of what people might think of Bill Cosby right now and how they, you know, view him.
0: Right. For well, we don't edu- have to talk edu- about we don't have to talk about what we learned about Bill Cosby, but back in the day he right. created this. Educational, educational wise, yeah,
1: he was, you know, he he educated a lot of young people. You know, there were picture pages, there was so many things. So the that... show
0: was educational for young people.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Well, I used to love to be... Bill Cosby. And the and the one thing was Rudy, if I'm right, if I'm if I remember correctly, Rudy was the one that hung out with these guys who had a little bit of money already. Everybody else is broke except for Rudy. So when they would go to the junkyard, they were a junkyard band, right? Mm-hmm. And so when they would cut to the junkyard band, Rudy actually had an electric guitar and he would be jamming with them while everybody else is playing trash from the junkyard.
0: Right. But could, were they good on the trash when they played? Oh, it? yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, if you ever listen to Fat Albert. What did Joel say? Bill, Bill did, did a lot, lot of voices, voices voice. but not all.
2: But not all. Uh, Thank
1: if you, you ever watch Fat Albert, the music was always on point. It was for me. It was really awesome to see brown people, to see black people on television right. during, you know, the Smurfs and and all of these other shows where yeah. it wasn't where you couldn't see that.
0: Right. Exactly. And and uh, and then they made a movie, a live action movie with Keenan. Yes, I never saw it. I mean, I I, I, I think Keenan's fucking hilarious, but I never. saw They the had film. a
1: lot of very talented, very funny, very very funny uh, people in that movie. Yeah.
0: Um. Keenan's hilarious. You know, he was in um, my film. Um, going in style, and he came in in one day, and his scene was to just, he's supposed to be, you know, disciplining, if you will. Uh, He's a store manager that's caught Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, and Alan Arkin uh, shoplifting in his grocery store. And he came in and just, it was so funny, the shit he was doing. And then at a certain point, I had this idea, like, I'll bet if we talk about stand-ins, I'll bet if we bring in the stand-ins for these three guys who are so intimidating, when I put the cameras on Keenan, he'll be even more free to just go nuts. So we, I pulled the, the the legends out and put in their standings. We shot over their shoulders. And Keenan was just, now that he wasn't like, you know, like anyone would be intimidated
1: by Michael K. Morgan, Freeman, Elliot. I don't think he was intimidated by them, but he definitely doesn't want to hurt their feelings.
0: <laughs> intimidated may be the wrong word, but you know what I mean? Like I personally, if I was the actor, would feel way more free to riff if i'm talking to morgan freeman's stand-in and i'm not like in, you know in my head about it right. and so my point is he came up with the funniest shit and i put a well, lot of it keenan is
1: amazing i've known him since we were really young he might have been a teenager when i was like in my early 20s and i moved out to los angeles and yeah. i was doing clueless the television show and he was doing all that mm. and you know it's it's really interesting when you when you meet people and then they wind up being on the one of the funniest shows in the history of shows. You know what I mean? Right. We've been fortunate enough to know quite a few people. You know what I mean? And Kenan's one of those people that, you know, when we were younger, you knew that he was going to be... I didn't know he was going to be on Saturday Night Live, but I knew he was always going to be... Uh, working in this industry because he was always funny and he's so yeah. talented. You yeah, know I mean?
0: I, I, he's one of those people I just root for. I love, I love that he's done so well and uh, he fucking kills me on SNL. He crushes
1: so it, dude. He is a comedic
0: genius. that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash real friends.
1: Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix
0: lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their
1: award-winning Lux
0: and Ultra Premium Elite Collections.
1: So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge.
0: Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model.
1: Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine.
0: Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Friends. That's helixsleep.com slash Friends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, Better sleep starts now. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value.
1: Imagine the products and features you actually want, and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always
0: packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price.
1: Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the J Buds Lux A N C.
0: Microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use real friends for 25% off your order. Visit Jlab.com to find your kind of tech. So Sarah chalk is uh I, I'm I've I've got an appendicitis and Sarah chalk is uh, touching my body. There's there's not that much sexual tension really between us yet, I'm finding. Although in I do I do at the end of the episode reference that you know, I have feelings for her, but it's interesting that, that, uh, it feels like Bill turned down like any sexual tension at this point, you know, you know, he he was going to have JD go date a bunch of other women, but Sarah doesn't seem sort of jealous that I, that you, you tell her that I was, you know, flirting with some girl or, you know, that, that, and then when she's, you know, examining me and I'm naked, we just go right to all the jokes of, you know, the freezing how cold thing. How rough she
1: is, right. right. Speaking of freezing cold, how long did it take to put that ice makeup on, dude?
0: Forever, man. And I noticed I have two of those in this episode. Two full body uh, makeup things. And they, right. they would take like a half, they would take hours and hours to do. And uh, it would look great though, didn't it? It, it did. It, it looked, looked
1: really cool, yeah. They did a now, great
0: job. But And I think Sarah, this came from Sarah genuinely having freezing hands, right?
1: I wrote that down. She truly has cold hands. If I remember yeah. correctly, yes, her hands right. are always freezing. She runs I, cold. I don't think her blood reaches her extremities. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think her hands are like blue. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't be. I, you might be right. They might always be blue. They yeah. might always be blue. No, this I just remember.
0: remember I, I, I sorry. I just want to say that this is like you know, Bill would take things from our real lives. Like I'm sure Donald and I going out to the club, and Sarah having ice cold hands. Like, but when I when
1: I when I saw this, I was like, I'm pretty sure, as I remember, Sarah
0: had freezing hands.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This is also the episode where I, it, it feels like Bill realized somewhere along the line that Ken Jenkins is a comedic genius. amazing because yes. now he's starting to really stretch his comedic skills. And yeah, you're seeing a lot of funny jokes from Ken throughout the show. Yeah. Uh,
0: Ken's got a big part in this episode, and I thought he was very, very funny and, uh, and I just don't, I,
1: I didn't recall Cox's mentor
0: coming in. Me I didn't either. remember
1: that storyline at all
0: it's the only time I can remember in in nine years where he has a mentor that he's trying to impress. So much right. of the show is he's our mentor and we're all trying to live up Impressive. to his expectations. Right. Yeah. And I was struck as we were watching it going, oh, this is early on and we're seeing someone that he's so badly, mean, he does, we do that fantasy where he's doing all these gymnastic Backflips. flips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, which Johnny probably could do, although I'm sure that was a stunt double. But Johnny's the kind of guy who's like, give me a week, I got it. <laughs> And his baseball field out there doing flips.
1: Right. He actually wears a baseball jersey in this episode for the whole episode.
0: What is that jersey? Did you know what I that was? I have no
1: idea. That's a question we should ask Bill right now. Bill, what okay. is that jersey?
0: Joel, can you ask uh, Uncle Bill, what the heck was the thinking behind the random baseball jersey that Johnny C wears throughout this episode?
2: Man, I don't know what that jersey was. Johnny C changed his jerseys all the time. He rarely asked permission. It was always for some athlete or team that he liked. For it was Jeremy Shockey for a second, and then it was Chris Chelios, who I believe is a a close friend of his. But uh, I just kind of let Johnny own his character, and I'm calling him Johnny because he calls me Billy. I think it's turnabout's fair play.
1: Very interesting. Also, you know, Bill tells a story about how the show is written about him and his best friend, and how he thought it would be one of the most scariest experiences of his life waking up from surgery and uh his best friend standing over him who he's you know drank beers and has blacked out has gotten blacked out drunk with yeah this it's now coming to fruition right Right. here right Right. now yeah you're right
0: yeah he always he always mentioned that and so it didn't take him long to make that a storyline which leads to probably one of the greatest exchanges in scrubs history that's in this episode
1: which is should we recreate it for everybody I get to cut. I get to no. cut. What? We'll do that. You tell me what it is so we can. At
0: 1955, I want you inside of me. I want to <laughs> be the one inside I of I want to be the one inside of you. If I ever have surgery again, I want you to be the one inside of me. I want to be the one inside of
1: you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and which God. leads
1: to which leads to He's the only one who's ever been inside of me.
2: But by
0: the way, the funniest part of that, dude, is that the geniusness of keeping that Fat Albert, Fat Albert runner going, and then it cuts to them, and you're in there, and everyone's laughing, and then they stop cold. Right, pause. Yeah, like what? What did you say? That was really clever to, to then go to a third time to the Fat Albert cast and have everyone just be laughing and then stop.
1: Randall Winston Plays the one with the giant uh, mask on his face. Oh, really? That's Randall Winston. Randall Winston. Who was
0: our, one of our producers who we told you always played Death because he was very tall. And uh, there he is uh, showing up again as one of the... Fa- Do you remember that character's name? The Cosby
1: kids. Oh, man. There was Yuck Mouth, Rudy, Russell, Bill, wow. Dumb Donald, I, that, which was the... I hated that character's did, name. Did people, did people call you Dumb Donald? Just Thank goodness, made... no. But there was Dumb Donald, Bucky... Weird Harold, something like that. Weird Harold. Yes. <laughs> oh jo- jo- Joel's
0: pointing at you. Weird
1: Harold. I remembered. Weird yes!
0: Harold is the guy who wears the mask. Yes. Was it ever explained why he wears a mask? No. I it
1: might have been. I don't remember. We'd have to go back and look at it at that show. Okay. But uh yeah, that's who is it Weird Harold, am I right? So Dumb Donald is the one with the hat. Weird Harold is a super tall one. With the curly hair. Oh, okay. So, Dumb Donald's the one with the mask.
0: Yeah, yeah, with the hat mask that's pulled down over his eyes.
1: That's Dumb Donald. Maybe I did like Dumb Donald because that was also very. He talked like. Then he talked like this. <laughs> I, so could I would be like wrong. to see
0: you. I bet everyone would like to see you do a Fat Albert episode. I auditioned
1: play- for the. I auditioned for the Fat Albert movie. I wanted to be Rudy. Everybody wanted to be Rudy. Everybody wanted to be Rudy.
0: Who got it? I forgot who got that. Do you remember? We could look that up. Okay. God, we're giving Joelle a lot of assignments today. Joelle, in the live-action movie, that wheelchair wheelie—I thought to myself—is Donald really doing that? Because I was impressed. I don't think you did. I didn't. Well, I was—I was asking myself because it was pretty impressive. You held it a long time, and then when it falls over at 6:55, you can see sort of training wheel things on the (laughs) wheelchair. (laughs) I love how you're like, I did do it. If you pause, I, if you pause it like do it. I know you don't remember, but if you pause it like six fifty five, which I did, um, you can see like on there. There's like these like stunt man special wheels. So you had training wheels,
1: fool. That's crazy.
0: Uh, Rudy was played by uh, Shed, Rack Anderson III. Okay, that's in the live action movie. Okay. I don't think that's real. Is Donald, it Donald's questioning your.
1: Uh, I don't know. He was you know. also. I know the guy that played Rudy was also in uh, Dreamgirls. Well. Well, see if Shedrock Anderson III was in Dream Girls.
0: So, uh, this is according to IMDb 2004 live action Rudy Is Jack. Old Rudy, because I see some of these guys have. Oh, that might have been young Rudy or something.
1: Yeah. Just go to Dream Girls. The dude who was in Dream Girls played Rudy, I'm pretty sure of it. The one that was always with Jamie Foxx.
2: Okay, give me 2 seconds to uh, get you work up. on that Joelle.
1: Back. Anyway, so Donald at
0: 657 when I'm watching the TV in my hospital room right before the janitor takes it away, that's I'm doing all the voices in that TV show.
1: All right, no, I did a couple of them too. It's Jerry Springer. I caught oh. you. I caught man uh, that, oh that, are you, you the did one the, you did the i'll cut you i'm the i'm the dude that's the boyfriend i played the boyfriend oh. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah
2: yeah
0: <laughs> i didn't know it was both of us i thought it was just me no so yeah you, I'm, am i the man or the woman i don't even remember you're you're the woman i'll
2: cut you i will cut you i will yeah.
0: cut you That <laughs> <laughs> we should have been a funny runner that whenever there was a tv show on and you didn't see it it was our voices, it I, was think our voices made, doing I think it. that may be the only time
1: we did it well, Danny, that was one thing Danny would do. He would be like, "You guys want to? You want to?" Yeah. He would even let me hear what you did, so I knew everything that you were going to say, uh, and then funny. I said something to match what you. Would this is say. probably the
0: very first season when we were just so excited to do anything. Whereas, yeah, then after later, that it was just
1: like, "Please, no, Danny, I don't want to." Cut, do cut any to later, we're like, over.
0: "Please, we got to go home." Yeah, but season one, we're like, "Do you need me to do any other voices?
1: <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> I could do the TV voices." <laughs>
1: Uh, Um, Speaking of late-night sketch shows, Michael McDonald is on this episode. From Mad TV. He went on to direct episodes for Scrubs. Yes, he did. And And he came back as that character again.
0: Yes, and I thought this was the one where he was going to say his most famous line, I broke my penis. Right. (laughs) But it wasn't that one. No,
1: it wasn't that one. This is the introduction for
0: that character. He's very funny and a very sweet man. By the way, what's the what's the you know what
1: I mean? Count is anyone keeping track? Has Donald said you? I haven't said. Have I said you know what I mean? You've ruined
0: the drinking game for people.
1: Have I said it today? You know what I'm saying.
0: You know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I mean. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean. I
0: remember when you came into work one day. and You're like, you know, what the new thing? Like, Donald would always tell me, like, what the you know, I'm just like, you know what I'm
1: saying has always been going. No, but
0: dude, I remember when you came in one day and you were like, because Donald would always keep me abreast of like, you know, the new the new cool saying, the new slang. Yeah, and he'd be like, you know, what the new thing is? That's what's up. (laughs) <laughs> that's what's up. And you, Do you remember said th- that's what's up? Dude, I remember you coming in, and being like you were like giving your nerdy white friend an insider info. You're like, hey, just so you know. Like like with like with your hand over your mouth, like, don't tell anyone. But the new thing is that's what's up. Right. And you to this day you say that's what's up all that's
1: the time. That's what's up all the time. That's what's up is is the That is what
0: is up. You use it like for everything. It's like you know, you know how like in in the Smurfs they'd be like, I Smurfed him, uh, Papa Smurf, (laughs) Donald. It's like a universal expression. You'd be like, Donald, be like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm great, man. I'm just feeling good. Just did a a big workout. That's what's up.
1: (laughs) Because that is what's up.
0: Yeah, and you're like, hey man, what are you doing? You want to go out to dinner? Yeah, let's do it.
1: That's what's up. That's what's up. (laughs) Keep it one hundred. That's what's up. That's what's up. Keep it one hundred. Replace keep it real. Uh, so I'm just
0: looking at what Joelle said. The guy from Dreamgirls was Keith Robinson, and he yes, played Keith. Bill.
1: Yes, Keith. Keith and he Robinson. played Bill. Ah, he played Bill. So then who played Rudy? Oh, you already said it. Shedrack Anderson third. Come on. Yes.
0: Try and keep up, Donald. That's what's up. That's what's up. You know what I mean? No, I didn't do now, what No, you, did, you can't that. drink. You don't drink if I say it, everybody. Zach said that, not me. Yeah, so A23 is the second full body makeup thing Right. full bronze. All gold. All yeah. bronze. All bronze, I believe. Yeah, that took that took some time, as you can imagine, getting your full body bronze. Well, you didn't skinny, have your whole though, body you had on. No, well, you still look skinny, man. Well, they didn't do like my penis, but they, they put on like a you know banana hammock, right. a bronze banana hammock. They had to do everything.
1: For those of you who can't see Zach Braff right now, my buddy works out every day. He eats healthy. He has someone making him meals right now. Well, you
0: make it sound like I, well, I do have a chef, but it's my girlfriend. It's not like I've hired a chef. I have an amazing. I didn't say I uh, didn't. My I wasn't going to get into all of chef. that.
1: I wasn't going to get into any of that. All I was saying are you are you looking at my muscles right now, aren't you?
0: Yeah, you, I have something. Got some embar- muscles. I have something embarrassing to say though. So I bought this. This is a um, a, a Black Widow tank top. Nice. Have um, you seen Black Widow yet? I can't comment on that. But this, this is a uh, Black Widow tank top uh, with, with Yelena on it. And I thought it would be fun to, to order it. And Oh, uh, so
1: her character's name is Yelena?
0: Yeah, I think that's public. It is better it? be. It better be. We got to edit it out.
1: Joelle's it's public?
0: Joelle's nodding. Joelle,
1: Joel, you sure about that? It's Yelena? Joel's a Yeah. We might have an exclusive. <laughs> no. Disney's going to be pissed. No, we'd have to so edit is it So is Marvel. Out. So is Marvel. But Disney's oh going to be pissed.
0: No, no. It's public. It's public. Okay. But anyway, so I ordered this tank top because I thought it would be funny and cute. And it, and it came as a, a, it's a women's medium. And it fits a, you. No, what arrived is a women's like medium or large. And it fits so, you. My point is, you might think I look particularly muscular today. It's because I'm wearing a, a, a women's
1: medium tank top. <laughs> it doesn't look like it's a medium for a woman. It looks like. Let me it, look,
0: let me look, let me look. It's pretty, a women's large. It's a women's large.
1: Okay, there we go. But it has okay. a
0: female cut. You see that? Like they don't cut men's tank tops like this. They don't. No. But anyway, it's it's all
1: it's all they had. So well, you so, look good. You work out every day. Thank and it you, big. And, and Joelle just said that it
0: is public, so don't get me in trouble. Okay, so Do what's they, her name again? The only exclusive that you're not getting, which isn't exclusive, is her character's name is Yelena.
1: Yelena. Let's move on.
0: Let's okay. move on. Carla. Had a funny-ass line. You know, we were just talking when Judy was on about how she didn't always get jokes. But I laughed out loud at, at nine minutes when she goes, you don't want a 100-pound white girl mad at you. You'll <laughs> flinch every time you hear a Range Rover. That was funny. Yeah, it was. <laughs> now, when J.D. says, do they celebrate Thanksgiving in your homeland, do we do we believe that J.D., who's uh, gone to med school and is very intelligent, uh, is he just playing a joke or does he seriously not
1: understand that uh, – I think that, he's. That I think from, he's.
0: That Carlos from Chicago.
1: I think he's being funny. I right. think trying to make her laugh. Yeah, trying to make her laugh, and then yeah. realizes he said a really bad joke because his response. Or is, maybe he's asking the, the Dominican Republic. Is that what? Is that what it is? Well, yeah. She, her character is Dominican. Yes, I know. But do
0: you think the character of JD is is trying to be funny, or is he saying do people in the Dominican Republic celebrate Thanksgiving? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Can we talk about how amazing your moonwalking is at nine twenty-five? When you when you sing, I get to cut you open.
1: You know, I worked really hard on moonwalking as a youth. After I saw Michael Jackson do it, right? At a very, very, very. How young did you age. learn
0: to do that? Fucking hell, it's so good. You can't moonwalk. I can do a little bit of backwards, but it doesn't look like what you're doing. It, it, you can't it, it, go side to side to side, dude. Is you, it
1: still moonwalking if you're going all around and moving forward? And absolutely, it? it's a moonwalk. As long as you're moving backwards. Like in a backwards direction, even if it's side to side, it's moonwalking. And when you're walking in place, that's considered moonwalking. And no, no, Michael we're,
0: we're... Jackson, sorry for this stupid question, but did Michael Jackson really invent the moonwalk? No, it was around way before Michael Jackson. Oh, he's like a tap it...
1: dancer. I feel like a tap dancer created the moonwalk, and Michael Jackson just bit off of it.
0: No, no. So Michael Jackson just made it famous, then probably, right?
1: Yeah. Uh Well. Yeah. Motown 25, and he busts into. <laughs>
0: I literally you literally <laughs> gave me
1: goosebumps. <laughs> right if you were a break dancer you knew how to moonwalk
0: I think I saw break in the movie in the theater I mean it was it was breakin was such a popular break dancing right. breaking was, such a po- was the
1: West coast version of break dancing and then the East Coast version of break dancing was Beach Street
0: Okay, I Did never saw see Beat Beach Street. you No. You never saw
1: Beach Street? Beach no. Street. You never saw Beach Street? No, but I remember Rock breaking- Rocksteady Crew? No. All these people were in that bad boy. It was Breakin like all of the, the East movie. Coast- Breaking the movie, I'm looking it up. Yeah.
0: Breaking the movie was- That's a, the West was, Coast. I loved that movie. Now, do you remember some of the characters?
1: Ozone. Ozone, Turbo, <laughs> and <laughs> and Turbo Kelly.
0: Turbo. Ozone, Cur- Turbo Kelly. I just thought these people were so cool when I was a kid. This was 1984, this looks like it came out. And then they and then they did a sequel, Electric Boogaloo.
1: Yeah, Breaking Two, the Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> and that's when they're trying to save the school. They're trying
0: to save the school. If you're a young person listening to this, just know that breakdancing was so popular that they were making breakdancing movies back in the day. And, and Turbo Dalman gets and I, hurt, and he winds up in the hospital.
1: Are right, we gonna yeah. take a break, bro? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna moonwalk into a break. Here we go. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep mattress.
0: microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to
1: find your kind of tech.
0: F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com.
1: Hey, Joe!
0: Oh, give him his Oprah intro, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Joe Mooney! What's going on, guys? Hi,
1: Joe You're Mune. out of how New are York, are Joe? Yeah, upstate. Up, Up near Albany. State. Albany. He's from Albany!
0: You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. Uh, How's Joe it Mooney, going? Welcome are, to Fake Doctors Real Friends. We are the Fake Doctors Real Friends. I'm sorry I'm wearing a female tank top, but that's
1: just what's happening today. In he quarantine. looks good. Look at the arms. Show him the arms, man. Just well, show Joe, the these
0: thing. arms aren't usually this big, but when you wear a, a woman's uh, tank top, you tend to look a little bit larger. <laughs> you look great as always, there, Zach. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Welcome, uh, uh, welcome aboard. Um, do you have any questions for the legendary Donald Faison? I just want to say, first of all, that this is
3: honestly a dream come true. I'm a giant fan of the show, and uh, we got, can't thank you guys enough for having me on. Thank well, you we're so happy much. To have you, we're just happy, we're happy to be to doing
0: you. it, man. We, we, you know, people. Uh, it's funny on social media, people are are loving it and, and saying thank you to Donald and I for doing this so much. Whereas Donald and I are like, thank you for having any interest at all because we're both so bored in quarantine. The fact that we get to sit around and joke with each other twice a week. And the fact that anyone is listening beyond our moms is amazing. So uh, we're happy. My mom doesn't listen to the show. Sorry, beyond my mom, my mom, (laughs) my mom texts me after every episode and it's more interest than in any other thing I've ever done. My mom, my mom like texts me like, oh my God, I loved how Johnny C was calling you Zachy and Donald was so funny today. And I get, I get notes from my mom. I'm um, sorry. Go ahead, buddy. All right. So first question
3: is when Colin Farrell was on uh, the show, he turned the hospital into just a thirst frenzy.
0: Yeah.
3: Did the same thing happen on set? And who was the thirstiest for it? Sarah. Sarah was definitely thirsty.
1: <laughs> no, Judy might have been really thirsty no, for Sarah it. No, Sarah was all Sarah riled was up. Really? Sarah was
0: riled up. I mean, I remember That's awesome. I, I remember being jealous, actually, to be honest. That. I mean, I know Colin (laughs) Farrell's Colin Farrell and everything, and he's a very handsome man. But I was a little actor. all right, all right. I was like, Sarah, bring it down. Let's bring it down a little bit. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I think all the women were giddy. He's a very, very handsome man and charming. He's so charming. And Colin, you know, is, is a huge movie star still. At the time, it was like the height of his explosion. So the fact that he did it, I think he was probably one of the biggest stars we ever had on the show. And I remember just, a, just as a, a shout out to Colin, I remember at the time, uh, you know, we, we gave him a chunk of money to be on the show, and he gave it all to his charity um, as another testament to his character of being a, a good man. Amazing, dude. That's awesome. Uh, but no, everyone, everyone, including Donald and I, were, were, were a little giddy that Colin was visiting. Hard to blame you, honestly.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, come on. <laughs> Do you have another yeah, question? Do you have
0: another question?
3: You, yeah, can ask sure. you can ask a
1: few. If they're, you know, bad questions, we'll just edit it out. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that. yeah. We'll just edit <laughs> the
0: shit out of this. <laughs> so
3: uh, my second question kind of pertains towards uh, Sarah's character, Elliot, as well. So Elliot is in my personal pantheon of, like, all-time TV crushes. You uh-huh. know, growing up, I was, I was probably, like, 13, 14, 15 when, you know, the shit was really going. So I was wondering... Who in your minds is in your pantheon of oh, like, all time TV crushes?
1: I've got a couple. I've got wow. a few of them. Me okay. Too. And I'll. Yeah. Uh, you start. Lark Voorhees from Saved by the Bell. She played Lisa Turtle. Holy cow. When I was a kid, I was so in love with her. I also was so in love with Jada Pickett Smith on uh, when she was on A Different World. Oh my gosh. You couldn't tell me nothing bad about Jada Pickett. Mm-hmm. Before she became Will Smith's wife, oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Oh, and still to this day she's still, right? Um, who else? Of course, Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia.
0: Right. He did kind of say TV shows, but we'll, we'll oh, take it. From TV? I mean, if I was gonna
1: say I was gonna
0: say Alicia Silverstone is the first that came to my mind, but that's technically a film. But you don't mind if we go film you just mean our our, our youth crushes?
3: Yes, I mean, I opened the rabbit hole. You guys feel free to jump right in. Well, Those are a- my
0: three. Those are my okay. three right there. My first was uh, was Suzanne Summers on Three's Company. Now, when I was a little boy watching Suzanne Summers on Three's Company, she was doing things to me that I didn't, I didn't know what was happening to me. <laughs> and uh, we were a religious family, and we, I sat down at the Shabbat. We would have Shabbat dinner on Friday nights, and I was eight years old, and I sat down at the Shabbat dinner. And um, I raised my hand because my dad was quite stern when it came to Shabbat dinner. And he said, go ahead, Zach. And I said, Dad, why does my penis get hard when I look at Chrissy from Three's Company? (laughs) 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 I had no idea that it was anything inappropriate to bring up at Shabbat dinner.
1: Did you get dismissed from the table? No, for saying my that? father
0: instantly. St- everyone died, started dying laughing as you would. It was the. Fa- I mean, I really. You know, I didn't know what it was. I was like genuine, like, "Hello, father. I have a question. <laughs> I'm having a physical reaction to Chrissy from Three's Company, and I would like everyone at the table to weigh in on what it might be." <laughs>
2: <laughs> my whole
0: life my whole life everyone in my family has joked about that story the other the other idea uh, the other one that came to my mind right away when you said it was Nicole Eggert on Charles in Charge
1: yes absolutely that was another one yes
0: Nicole Eggert on Charles oh in Charge. and Alyssa was, Milano Who's Alyssa the boss? Milano of course also Joe from uh, Facts of Life I had a weird thing for nah Joe. Tootie baby were, You tootie. Were tootie you know a lot of people are you know are Blair or Tootie I was a Joe guy ah uh, interesting But Nicole Eggert was just, I remember thinking, like, what are these feelings? (laughs) What are these feelings? Also, Linda Carter in Wonder Woman. There was a special episode. She'd spun around once, and she'd be regular Wonder Woman. There was a special episode or two where she would spin around a second time, and she'd be in a bathing suit. A Wonder Woman bathing suit.
1: Well, she would spin around again, and then she'd have the bike outfit or...
0: Oh, you I know. didn't I guess I didn't watch all the episodes. I didn't know. How do you think she could tell her 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 magic like, "Hey, I need bike outfit. Hey, I need I think, I think, it, I
1: think it's just a power that that Wonder Woman has where she, you know, she says this is the situation, really? Gear up
0: all right so, so you're saying she's when she's spinning she's telling her her magical powers i need the regular outfit or i need cyclist wonder woman or yeah. I need bathing suit wonder Woman. i
1: don't even think she has to tell her power that i think it does it automatically the power
0: just knows this is the yeah. situation we're about this to go swimming you don't need the cyclist uniform
1: <laughs> right all right okay. I, I, you know hey I know. one more
3: question yeah. one more question yeah. okay i was gonna say that reminds me of quick change from the nba halftime shows. donald you might you might catch that one I don't know what that is. What did what do you mean by quick change? It's a halftime show. This this person just like puts a robe up, puts it down different outfit, robe
0: up, robe down, different
3: oh, outfit.
1: Yeah, right, where it's like one of those pull off things, right?
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: Do you
1: Stump have another question, Donald. Joe you Mooney? Don,
0: you stumped Donald in NBA trivia. I just I don't <laughs> go to
1: I haven't been to a lot of games in a while.
0: There's a Chicago Bulls documentary going on. Are you watching that, Donald? I am
1: watching it. I no, don't I know. It, listen. If Dan's any, watching listen, it.
0: Dan's shaking his head furiously. I'm going to yes. tell you
1: something. I think everybody's watching it cuz First of all, when I was a kid, Michael Jordan... I, I think everybody can speak for how magical Michael... And You know, there's Magic Johnson, but then there was Michael Jordan. Right. I think, for me, he was my idol growing up. You of know what course. I mean? You could say... We could talk Denzel. We could talk Harrison Ford. But, you know, the one that did it for real for every male in America, maybe even the world, was Michael Jordan. Right. That's That was done right. Like, the basketball... The competitive spirit, the IQ to be able to turn all of that into money as well. like Just like Michael Jordan was everybody's hero. Every young male's hero. That and also he made having a bald head cool. There were a bunch of people with bald heads before that. There was Kojak. There was Lou Gossett Jr. Mr. Clean. Well, Yeah, Mr. Clean. There were a bunch of people who had bald heads before Michael Jordan. It Mm -hmm. wasn't until Michael Jordan that people with hair were like, you know what? I'm shaving this bad boy. So he's he an inspiration he for bald. your bald head. Well, yeah, because he made it cool to be a baldy, to have right. a bald head. You right. know, there was a movie back in the day called The Wanderers, and the bad guys in the movie were called baldies. It's fucked and up. And that sucked, dude. Yeah, it's fucked it up. It sucked to, you know, when when if you didn't like the way your hairline was, you had to live with that. But did then you Michael ever try Dr- to spray-on stuff, by the way? No, nah, man, no, no, no. Because nah. when I saw those infomercials, I thought nah, maybe man, you nah, could nah, rock nah. that. <laughs> Okay. No, 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 no. I'm going to get you some for Hanukkah. I've never dyed my head. I'm, you know what? I did. You know what? I, I take it back. Recently, I was doing this show, and I was putting uh, the, the dust. That's that the people, spray, right? Oh, right. That, yeah. Not the spray. The dust. Just dust. Okay. That people use. And we, I was doing an interview for Us Weekly, and one of the co-stars from my show, who was who's very young, she must have been 13 or 14 at the time. She goes, "You know, look at Donald's hair. Look how much hair he has. I've got a secret to tell. I didn't know that that was dust." I put my hand on his head and I pulled it away and I had a bunch of like dust on my hand to us weekly. Oh my god.
0: Did they print that?
1: It made it to it made it, but thank goodness it didn't go viral. I fell to the floor laughing so hard. Uh. I've never been more embarrassed in my life. So from that moment on, I was like, I'll never use the dust again. I'm never using the dust. Ron
0: Papil, I think that was his name. He had a spray on hair. Remember there was an infomercial.
1: Yeah, it was in the Fabulous
0: Baker Boys too. All right, man. Well, thank you for your questions. You took, yeah, had us take a, a, a trip down memory lane for our, our crushes. We yeah, digressed. I you, again, you guys having me. Thank you. Hey, Joe, thanks, thank you. Thank you so much. And thanks for listening. And, uh, and, and thanks for being a fan of the show. We, we really genuinely appreciate it.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Joe Mooney! Thunderous applause, Dave. Thunderous applause. Thanks, guys. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep Mattress.
0: microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making, so they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service.
1: These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico.
0: Whenever I slip on my Tacovas boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town.
1: If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store,
0: It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so they're always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REAL FRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one time gift from Tacovas. Only
2: at Tacovas.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com.
3: It's my little escape.
2: Now Judy's the life of the party.
3: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
2: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um,
0: let's get back into the episode. Um, you know, at 11.05, I kind of, we kind of touched on this, but I thought it was a rare moment of Kelso actually practicing medicine. You never saw Kelso. I mean, can you think of him another time? I'm sure there are, but I mean, I, yeah, for me, well, I'm surprised that he's actually working on a patient. It's nothing you ever saw.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I was discussing that earlier. The, the episode where we all lose a patient, Kelso's practicing medicine in that episode as well, and I and I touched on it in that episode. Whenever there was death in the hospital, when whenever the hospital, when whenever we were as characters against the odds of what the hospital could do to the patients, mm. Kelso was practicing medicine. Kelso's one of the heroes. Other than that, he is the obstacle.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, that was kind of cool. I, you know, it's, I, I didn't have much memory of uh, of Kelso actually saving a patient. and uh, and there It'll happen
1: was. again when Dick Van Dyke's on the show as well.
0: Oh, well, that's right. Fourteen
1: seventeen.
0: I laughed out loud when you go, baby, I was being a walrus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then we call right back to that joke. We called... The joke right back, right? We call it back right away.
0: See if you can name this film. Ready? It made me think of this. What? Oh, movie the Breakfast is Club? Before you oh, even do come it. Come on, Club.
1: man! You're ruining it for the fans. The fans know what the Breakfast Club is.
0: No, but they might have wanted a little bit of a trivia game All right, on their go ahead, hike. Do it!
1: Do it! On... Do it now, and then I'll pretend that I didn't know. No, and then I'll no! Say.
0: I don't want to edit your fuck up.
1: It's not my fuck up. I your, want. It's Listen. it's me knowing you. As well as I know you, knowing that you're going to do... Yeah, you know, it's more like a married couple who's like, I've
0: heard this story a zillion (laughs) times. He's going to do Anthony Michael Holland Breakfast Club. (laughs) Fucking asshole. Listen, imagine you're listening to this and you're on your hike, or you're on your treadmill, or you're walking your dog, or you're breastfeeding your kid, and you go, ooh, Zach's going to give us a little trivia question. Donald ruins it.
1: (laughs) If you have another trivia question about a walrus, I will totally... Wait for you to do the story. I got one. Okay, go ahead.
0: Oh, no. It's uh, What's the name of the manatee that lives underneath the hospital?
1: Oh. Is it Walrus? No. no I don't know.
0: It's Julian. <laughs> <laughs> um 1452, the premiere of Wrong, 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 Wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. wrong. you wrong, wrong, wrong. wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. He does that again, right? I just, that yeah, first you know ever it's interesting.
1: On the wrong clock, it's three. Oh, it's three o'clock on the wrong clock. Yeah, on the wrong clock, it's three.
0: That's very clever that you figured that out. Is it? I, I, I never realized that the wrong clock was three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a weird fantasy thing at 1741 when you're operating on me that you then look up into the lens as my bird's eye point of view I thought that was
1: sort of not something we did a lot of that was kind of unique yeah you know it's a funny joke too is truth in the matter whereas a lot of a lot of people claim that when they're out and unconscious in the hospital and are going through whatever it is that they're going through that they're not in their bodies but they're standing over their bodies always watching you hear that story a lot Mm. and I believe I could be wrong I believe it was a call to that, you know. Maybe and I'm just saying it was cleverly done. And then you you looked up into the lens again. I talked about how in the
0: show we don't have too much in the lens looking. Actually, right. it happens twice on purpose in this episode when Sarah um, when the jokey thing where Sarah punches me and I turn right into the lens, kind of mm-hmm. like raging bull. And then and then with you doing it up to the to the camera on the ceiling when I'm watching you operate. By the way, I thought that was a cool thing. Just as a, as a, on a serious Turk note, that they really sell in this episode that like, all joking aside, Turk's are really good surgeon,
1: right. which I thought well, was cool. I think that was important for everyone to understand also, you know, the hospital, in a lot of ways, the setting in the hospital is very jokey, and and these guys are, it's it's a bunch of comic relief, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, these guys are very, very, very good at their jobs, mm-hmm. and you know as bill talks about it's important that you laugh with them and you cry with them but you understand that they're very capable
0: exactly and i think for for me watching rewatching the show now this was a moment where bill clearly wanted to hammer home like you know jd's nervous you know he doesn't know how good a surgeon he is and, and bill really wanted to hammer home I'm like no no turk's a really talented surgeon
1: right and this it plays throughout the rest of the series also you know turk becomes a superstar surgeon uh him and, and the Todd, too, actually, believe it or not, is a very good surgeon. At 2021, you, did you stitch your initials into me? <laughs> <laughs> that's not important. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then I saw um, on the Scrubs Wiki, they pointed out that um, on, on, in future episodes, you never see JD's scar uh, on all the times
1: that he's uh, shirtless. Oh, that's interesting. Um, last the last thing I wrote
0: down. I don't know if you have anything else. Was I think I I think I improv the last thing. There was the Nina.
1: Yeah, you did. I remember laughing so hard <laughs> at that too. I remember and I and I laughed because I remember you having to sp- explain to me. No, those were the the ships. Yeah, because I was like, the, what the hell are you the, talking about?
0: Wasn't it the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria? Santa Maria. Yeah. Joelle's
1: nodding. Nice. Also, see, there, see elementary school paid off. It did. There was something that you stated. Uh, your character states when we're all walking into the bar about how when you work with people, you become family with them. And I just thought while watching that, I was like, holy cow, you know, we worked together long enough that we all became a family. You know what yeah. I mean? Where, yeah. you know, I look at Sarah and Judy as my sisters. I look at you and Bill and John C. McGinley as my brothers. You know what I mean? And I still cherish to this day. I cherish the moments that we spent together. And if you're ever able at any moment in time to just be in the moment and not worry about what's going to happen in the future or what's happened in the past, if you're surrounded by people you truly love, you're so lucky and blessed. And that's what the end of the show is saying. You know what I mean? It's saying, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna meet a bunch of people in life, and at some point, you're gonna rely on other people besides yourself. And if you're lucky to have those people who will really step up for you, you're genuinely lucky. And so,
0: yeah, I feel very lucky to have made this group of friends. You know, it's very rare on a project to come away with such lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, I think that's where – that's part the fun of this going back is just, you know, I mean, I, I, I find myself just smiling thinking about seeing Johnny the other day or seeing Judy and 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 looking forward, of course, to doing this with you. And then I'm texting Bill about something. I'm like, when are you coming back on? And he's like,
1: anytime you want. And I don't know. It's kind of like getting the family together every week. It's great. It, it really is cool. You know what I mean? And, and and just knowing that we cared about each other and still care about each other so much that we just show – show up for each other, even just to talk for an hour and a half. I or think especially
0: hour. during this time, uh, I find myself really longing for human connection and reaching out to friends and family. And, uh, you know, when we, we planned to start doing this, you know, COVID hadn't, hadn't hit yet. And, and now that we're doing it in, in quarantine, I don't know. I think it's more special than I, it probably would have been because there's this, we, we both have this natural instinct to want to connect and relate and look back with love.
1: Yeah. And it's all love. That's it's the, all that's love. The, it's all love. So love to all of you who are listening.
0: Uh, this is uh, a lot of fun, and uh, please keep hitting us up on our social media. We we love hearing from you. Um, we love uh, the response. Has been been really fun. And if you want to ask a question, you can write an email to scrubs at gmail dot com. We want to thank uh, Dan and Joelle who make this show possible.
1: Absolutely. And, we also uh, want to thank all the people that we say it. Almost every week, we want to thank all of you on the front line. We want to yeah. thank all of you that work uh, essential jobs that are out there risking your life every day to protect us and to get these things done. You are appreciated. You are much appreciated. And, yeah. You know,
0: Godspeed. And, uh, and stay safe because this is uh, this is still going on. I know people are getting tired of it, but uh, stay safe. Stay home. And on that note,
1: kick it, Wilder. Here's some stories. About showing me about and that's nurses and a
0: generality. I say his story
1: about that you all should know. To so gather round. To-
0: this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth: no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.
1: Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? V-A-S dot com.
2: And point your toes west. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered com. It's
3: my little escape.
2: Now Judy's the life of the party.
3: Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
2: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy.